0: Today is the Burnout Series finale, and I am being incredibly efficient, if I do say so myself, by talking about a topic that ties everything we have been thinking about this past month together, and also introduces our next series, which is about the lies we work at home women sometimes believe. You're listening to Working Upward, the thought-provoking, gaze-shifting, and action-inspiring podcast for Christian women who work from home. If you desire to keep looking upward to Christ in your work and beyond, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Kristen Eifeldano from WorkingUpward.com. Hello, thank you for listening and tuning in to Working Upward. We are on Tuesday of Holy Week, or as some churches call Passion Week. And not every church commemorates this, and that's okay. It's not a biblical command, but Holy Week is basically... um, anticipating Resurrection Sunday by remembering Jesus' final days on earth. And even though the Gospels were not written necessarily in chronological order, um, scholars have looked through those and they have identified certain events, and they've connected those to days of the week that those events likely happened. So this is Tuesday, which is um, when scholars believe Jesus gave the Olivet discourse, so he gave several parables. um, he taught the people on the Mount of Olives, and um very good reminder of the end times. You know, Jesus chose to preach on the end times in his on his final uh, week here on earth before he before he was crucified and buried and before he rose again. Um if you want to follow along with me the rest of the week, I have a hobby site, and I've told you before how I love our hymns, um, but I have a hobby website called hymnsillustrated.com. You can sign up for the emails there. Every day this week, I am sending an email with a hymn quote um, reflecting on um, that particular day in Jesus' life. And you can also, if you don't want to sign up for emails, you can sign, you can just go over to social media. I have a Facebook account, Facebook page, um, at hymnsillustrated, and an Instagram page at hymns illustrated. So just wanted to let you know about that, because it is a good way to um, build anticipation and uh, keep your focus on um, what matters. And um, it makes this time of year especially special. (laughs) Um, Now, speaking of Easter, <laughs> that's my segue there, I have a bit of work advice for you. And I've shared this before, and I think I will again, because um, it's it's invaluable. It, to me, it has been, um, and I believe it is for you as well. But that is to not put all your eggs in one basket. And here's what I mean for that. There's a good um, example. I am in another Facebook group. Um, it is not a business or work Facebook group. It is a Christian book club. And a lady just happened to post that um, she creates t shirts on Etsy. And she posted a t shirt that says, God is real, unborn lives matter, no race is king, there are only two genders, God is love, unborn rights are human rights and facts over feelings. And if you look at that, it's all scriptural. Scripture supports every one of those statements, but it is not in alignment with the popular current culture and those whose minds are darkened, um, as Romans teaches us. But um, she posted that Etsy pulled that listing because of hate speech. And she had no other website website to sell that on besides Etsy. And, um, she had over a hundred comments in that group and everybody wanted a t-shirt and she didn't have a way to sell it, but they said, when you, when you get your Shopify account, when you get your website done, um, let us know we want to buy. Um, so I thought that was very interesting. Um, you know, sad for her, but also, um, hopeful, um, because people were definitely interested in buying, but it just, it just, reinforced the idea that it is important to not put all your eggs in one basket so uh, it's important to have your own website and not use um I mean there is a place for using a site like um, wix or Weebly it, it does have a place but if your whole business is built on that you may want to reconsider and um, having a website with content that you know that you own and you don't have to worry about, being shut down, um, because whatever you're posting doesn't align with that particular company's values. And and the same goes with, um, I think it's good, you know, Facebook is okay to use. um, But uh, a lot of people have their whole business built on Facebook, and they depend on Facebook ads to market. And um, it is always a good idea to own your own content and have Um, at least a backup plan for your business where you are not 100% dependent on another company besides your own. So just a little bit of business advice there. Um, I have one more thing um, to share um, here in what I call the desk to desk segment. And that is just I would love to hear some feedback from you. Um, This podcast is all about inspiring and encouraging you to have a biblical mindset about your work. And um, it is so helpful for me to know if I am meeting that goal, it helps me in my planning and decision-making and just to know how much time and how much resources to put into the podcast. I love doing the podcast, but it really, I want to make sure that I'm investing my time and my resources wisely. So if you would like to write um, a, a review on iTunes, that would be so wonderful. I haven't, I, I checked that recently recently. Um, well, not too recently, a little while ago. And I did, I think I had one. <laughs> oh my goodness. And that was for my sister, um, a review. Um, and I it's because I don't, I don't ask for it enough. Um, but I, so here I am, I'm asking you again for a review on iTunes. And thank you, Kelly, I love you. Um, and then um, if, you, if you don't wanna leave me a review on iTunes, then I would at least love, um, a, a sh- shout out or something on social media, you can always email me, mail at workingupward.com. Um, I would just love to have some feedback. So I know if I am meeting my goal here and also um, any feedback, even um, criticism, you know, I, I will take it. Okay. Um, I want to learn. I want to grow. I want to give you what is the most helpful. Um, All right. So We are ready for the question of the week. How do you or your family prepare your hearts for Easter, aka Resurrection Sunday? I told you a little bit in the desk to desk um, how I prepare for it, and that's just a personal way. You know, in my devotions, I like to read the resurrection story, but you may have um, traditions that. I haven't heard of, or that I don't do, or that maybe someone else would be interested in knowing. Um, but I- I'm curious, how do you or your family prepare your hearts for Resurrection Sunday? Email me at mailworkingupward.com, at or you can send me a message on Instagram or Facebook or a comment, uh, whatever works for you. I would love to hear your answer to that question. Now, finally, it is time for our Word of the Week and its corresponding Biblical Mindset Devotional. Trust. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. But wait, what am I to trust Him for? Well, friend, that is where a little review comes in. For the past month, we've had a, work, a word for every week to keep us focused on fighting burnout. So listen for the promises that we have looked at throughout these last few episodes. In episode 23, our word was still be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. God promises to be with us, and he promises that he will be exalted. And um, in episode 24, our word was rest. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. 28, uh, Jesus says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. He promises us rest when we come to him. Episode 25, our word was renew. Isaiah 40, 31, they who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. He promises to renew us when we wait for him. And then last week, our word was Help, that was episode 26, and we looked at Romans 8 about how the Holy Spirit helps us when we pray by um, interceding for us with groanings that can't be uttered. He helps us in our weakness. So this week, our final week in our burnout series, our focus is on the word trust and what it looks like to trust God to fulfill all these promises of His presence and His daily help and His rest. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 teaches us the very basic and extremely uplifting truth that when we trust in the Lord rather than ourselves, we will always know the next step we need to take in every aspect of our life, personal or business-related. And it's going to be the right step because it is where God wants us to step. This is huge. And you know what else this means? I believe this, that trusting God is also a cure for unnecessary burnout. Let me clarify for a minute. Um, Sometimes tasks that God gives us will exhaust us. Serving others isn't always easy. It can be draining, and it may require physical sacrifice, but not the kind that keeps us down physically and spiritually like burnout does. When we examine the root cause of bona fide burnout, it is often our failure to trust in the Lord completely. In other words, we're trusting in our fallible, weary selves more than our omnipotent God. In Jeremiah 17, we see a striking picture of what it looks like to trust in ourselves versus what it looks like to trust in the Lord. Um, verse Verses 5 and 6 says, Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness in an uninhabited salt land. You know what? That sounds to me a lot like burnout, right? And if you want to know a more vivid description of what it looks like to trust in the Lord, a potent cure for burnout, all you have to do is go to the next two verses, uh, which says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes for its leaves remain green and it is not anxious in the year of drought for it does not cease to bear fruit. Do you see how this imagery reflects the opposite of burnout? The cure, perhaps. I mean, leaves that stay green, no anxiety, always bearing fruit. If that's what it looks like to trust in the Lord, I'm in. And I hope you are too. But we struggle, don't we? One of the reasons why we struggle is because we are prone to believe the lie. We believe a lot of lies, but we're prone to believe the lie that we know best, It's such an easy lie to believe. It's everywhere we look. We see posters and t-shirts and Instagram posts that encourage us to follow our hearts. When scripture teaches us that our hearts in their natural state, when they're not led by the Holy Spirit, are sinful with limited understanding. But what does scripture teach about God's understanding? Well, lots, but if you want a quick, powerful reference, First John 3.20 literally says, and I quote, he knows everything, unquote. How is that for cutting to the chase? So next time you are tempted to believe the lie to follow your heart or that you know best, remember, God alone is worthy of your trust. We make a thousand decisions a day at work and home and everywhere in between. How many of those decisions reflect total dependence on God for direction, and how many of those decisions reflect dependence on yourself and trusting that you know best. GotQuestions.org reminds us that God does not change, Malachi 3.6, and His decisions are never capricious or evil. Psalm 92.15 tells us, The Lord is upright, He is my rock, and there is no wickedness in Him. God is not evil and would not lead us to destruction. Instead, He leads us into paths of righteousness, Psalm twenty-three, three. He never lies, Numbers 23.19 and Hebrews 6.18. And He is faithful to keep His promises, Psalm 89.34. God's plans are perfect, holy, and righteous, and He works all things together for the good of those who love Him and are called according to His purpose, Romans 8.28. God is worthy of our trust. Let's pray, and then I will introduce our next series. Dear Heavenly Father, you alone know best, and your plans for us are good and bring you glory and they bring us joy. Help us to fight the world's and Satan's lies that we know best. We're not really that trustworthy if we're honest with ourselves, and we pale in comparison to you. You love us and know everything. You under, Your understanding is unlimited, and you are worthy of our trust. We give our day back to you and humbly ask that you lead us and help us to trust you completely, acknowledging you in every way. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Lies are everywhere, and they are especially pervasive in the workspace, even in the Christian workspace. Next week, I plan to take a break from our usual format and share about the resurrection and how it changes everything. And then we'll dive into lies, work at home women believe, and the truth that sets us free. That is a nod to Nancy DeMoss Walgamuth's popular book, Lies Women Believe and the Truth That Sets Them Free. I hope you'll join me and invite your friends too. It will likely take longer than a month, um, but uh, I'm excited about it and I hope that you are too. Thanks for listening to Working Upward. You can check out the show notes and all links mentioned in this episode at workingupward.com or even better, become a podcast insider. It's absolutely free and you'll get episode-related resources delivered straight to your inbox. WorkingUpward.com will take you directly to that signup link. Until next time, keep looking up.